Greetings, friends around the world. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel. I'd like to talk about Christianity and how flexible and inflexible it should be. And I want to start off by talking about some things that Pope Francis said June 21st, 2021 over in Vatican City. Let's begin by reading a tweet about this. At general audience, Pope Francis berates preachers especially through the new means of communication, who present themselves as true guardians of the truth, strongly affirm that true Christianity is the way they adhere to, often identified with certain forms of the past. So it sounds like Pope Francis is saying, if you believe in original Christianity, this is not good, and using new forms of media, such as the internet, is dangerous. Well, anyway, I ran across an article about this, and I'd like to read the headline of the article and some other parts of this. Pope Francis, you can recognize false Christians by their inflexibility. Pope Francis warned against Christians who are overly attached to tradition and disturb communities through their inflexibility. There's no shortage of preachers today who, especially through the new means of communication, disturb communities, the Pope said during his weekly general audience. They present themselves as true keepers of the truth, so they call themselves, and the best way to be Christians. This sort of people strongly affirm that the true Christianity is the one they adhere to, often identified with certain forms of the past, and that the solution to the crises of today is to go back so as to not lose the genuineness of the faith, Francis said. As he's done on numerous occasions, the Pope also warned against conservative Christians. The Pontiff said, but how can we recognize these people? For example, one of the traces of this way of proceeding is inflexibility. Inflexibility? I want to quote from the uh, New Jerusalem Bible, which is a Roman Catholic uh, version of the Bible, because we agree with Jesus about this, John 10, verse 35, that, quote, Scripture cannot be set aside. So one area we are inflexible about is we don't set aside the Bible. I also would like to go to, back to that same Catholic Bible and read the third verse of Jude. I felt that I must write to you, encouraging you to fight hard for the faith, which is once and for all entrusted to God's holy people. Well, true Christians, therefore, are supposed to hold to and advocate for the original Christian faith. But Pope Francis isn't doing that. Now, I'd like to also read something from a Roman Catholic uh, website called LifeSite News. Pope Francis uses general audience this week to denigrate online preachers who are rigid. Drawing from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, the Pope seemed to be accusing conservative and traditionalist Catholics of being in league with the evil one. In that talk, which I read, Pope Francis also warned against having Judeo-Christian views on various things, such as the Mosaic Law, even though Roman Catholic scholars will all admit that the first 15 bishops of Jerusalem held Judeo-Christian beliefs on things such as the Mosaic Law, etc. Now, the late uh, Roman Catholic French Cardinal Jean uh, Genel Marie Danielou, this is a book on it, on church history, he says it's generally been mistaught. And he says it's been downplaying the fact that uh, the Romans considered Christianity to be a Jewish sect and not a new religion. He specifically 
said that the truth about the Jewishness of early Christianity has led to, quote, a false picture of Christian history. Now, in his talk, Pope Francis mentioned the book of Galatians. Well, I'm going to go to Galatians chapter 1, verse 8, also from uh, the New Jerusalem Bible. But even if we ourselves or an angel from heaven preaches to you a gospel other than the one we preached to you, let God's curse be on him. The Apostle Paul, therefore, is warning against those who changed the gospel from the original message. We in the continuing Church of God hold to the original gospel that uh, Jesus and disciples taught. We also have a free booklet called uh, The Gospel of the Kingdom of God. Now, regarding history, Pope Francis himself said, quote, The Church is not afraid of history, rather loves it, and would like to love it more and better as God loves it. Well, were early Christians rigid and inflexible? Well, when it came to biblical doctrines, history shows that they were. In the second century, the Greco-Roman Saint Irenaeus reported something related to the date of Passover. And let me uh, read this. And when the blessed Polycarp was sojourning in Rome in the time of the Bishop Anicetus, a controversy had arisen among them as to certain other points. For neither could Anicetus persuade Polycarp to forego all the observance inasmuch as these things had always been observed by John, the disciple of our Lord, and by the other apostles with whom he had been conversant. And Anicetus conceded to Polycarp in the church the celebration of the Eucharist by way of showing him respect. What this is saying is, there's a Church of God leader by the name of Polycarp who came from Asia Minor Smyrna. He was in Rome. He and Anicetus did not agree on the day of Passover. Anicetus insisted on something. Polycarp said no. And Anicetus decided that he better uh, change, at least when uh, Polycarp was there. So Polycarp told somebody who was called the Pope no, which also shows that at that stage, people like Polycarp did not consider any Roman Catholic bishop to be above them. And I'd like to read something uh, regarding this uh, from uh, uh, a scholar about this. It says, Anicetus' acquiescence to Polycarp's views concerning the Pascha or Passover presumes an accepted representation of some apostolic tradition. Yes, the inflexible Polycarp was recognized by the Bishop of Rome as having major ecclesiastical standing and Polycarp would not bend. And Polycarp was the only one who was rigid, for example, on this particular point. Uh, Polycrates of Ephesus, he wrote to the Bishop of Rome, Victor, regarding Passover. It's a little bit long, but I would like to read this because I think it makes clear how early Christians viewed scripture and certain other things. He wrote, We observe the exact day, neither adding nor taking away, for in Asia also great lights have fallen asleep, which shall again rise on the day of the Lord's coming, when he comes with glory from heaven, and shall seek out all the saints. Among these are Philip, one of the twelve apostles, who fell asleep in Heropolis, and his two aged virgin daughters, and another daughter, who lived in the Holy Spirit, and now rests in Ephesus. And moreover, John, who is both a witness and teacher, who reclined in the bosom of the Lord, and being a priest, or the sacerdotal plate, he fell asleep in Ephesus. 
And Polycarp of Smyrna, who was a bishop and martyr, and Thracius, bishop and martyr from Eumenia, who fell asleep in Smyrna. Why need I mention the bishop and martyr Sigaris, who fell asleep in Laodicea, or the blessed Papyrus, or Melito, the eunuch, who lived altogether in the Holy Spirit, and who lies in Sardis, awaiting the episcopate from heaven, when he shall rise to the dead. All these observe the 14th day of the Passover according to the gospel, deviating in no respect, but following the rule of faith. And I also, Plicrates, the least of all of you all, do according to the tradition of my relatives, some of whom I have closely followed. I therefore, brethren, who have lived 65 years in the Lord and have met with brethren throughout the world, have gone through every holy scripture and am not frightened by terrifying words. For those greater than I have said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Now notice that Plicrates claimed to be a follower of the teachings that passed on from the Apostle John. He claimed he was faithful to the teachings of the Gospel. He re, uh, relied on the position that teachings from the Bible were uh, rigid and were above those of any Roman tradition. And he was rigid and flexible on that himself. And of course, there are other doctrines other than Passover and the day of Passover that early Christians were rigid on. But, but, but were uh, Christians supposed to compromise uh, to join with others who claim Christ? No. The Bible warns against this. I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verse 14. Do not harness yourselves in an uneven team with unbelievers. How can uprightness and law-breaking be partners, or what can light and darkness have in common? How can Christ come to an agreement with Belial? What sharing can there be between a believer and an unbeliever? The temple of God cannot compromise with false gods, and that's what we are, the temple of the living God. We have God's word for it. I shall fix my home among them and live among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. So we see Apostle Paul says we have God's word for it. We don't need to be, in, to be inflected. We don't change on that. We are rigidly supporting God's word. Yes, we're inflexible because we won't change God's word. Again, Paul said we've got God's word on it. And Polycarp warned about people who went around with the crowd. I'd like to read something from, uh, this is actually a Greco-Roman Catholic scholar. Polycarp, in his letters to Philippians, invites his recipients to abandon the way of vanity of the multitude and their false doctrines to return to the word that was transmitted from the beginning. So Polycarp was acknowledged even by this uh, Greco-Roman Catholic scholar said you believe this above the vanity of many and Polycarp was inflexibly wouldn't change. What do you do if there's a conflict between what religious teachers tell you and what the Word of God says? Well I want to read uh, something from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 5 verse 29. This will be from Dewey Rame's Bible. Peter and the apostles answering said, we ought to obey God rather than men. And they were talking to religious leaders at their time. So yes, true Christians are rigid and inflexible when it comes to the word of God and obeying God. And that's the way we should be today. I do want to hold up a book that we have here called Beliefs of the Original Catholic Church. This book, as well as the Gospel of the Kingdom book, are available for free online at www.ccog.org. 
not only Roman Catholics, but even Pope Francis himself might be surprised if he looked up what early Christians taught, including early Christians who believed they were, who called themselves Catholic as well. They believed this word, and they were rigid about it. Believe the word of God. Don't fall for this idea that you should not listen to somebody who preaches the truth based on original Christianity and the word of God. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel.